1: Yet I can't look away. This is the business we've chosen. Give it a
2: hug, Jack! Your pride's at stake. Playing in front of the state of Arkansas is at stake. Winning is at stake. Bowls are at stake. There's a lot of things.
3: Of course there's a lot to play for. There's always a lot to play for. And I think Arkansas is going to play a spirited ball game tomorrow against LSU. I'm looking forward to it. And I think a lot of people are too. Man, it's cold outside. The weather has changed since we spoke last, and we're glad you're with us as we begin this Friday edition of the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast, getting ready for a big weekend. It's all being presented by Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. If you are a buyer or a seller, you owe it to yourself to log on to weikertgriffin.com. And we're also brought to you in part by BetSaracen and the BetSaracen app. The BetSaracen app is going to be smoking. This weekend, Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. And we've got some games and some odds to talk about as we move through the podcast today. So, is KJ Jefferson going to play? That seems to be the question. As the Razorbacks get set to take on LSU tomorrow, well, the latest information we have came from Sam Pittman on his radio show Wednesday night.
2: KJ has practiced some; he's a little bit like he was last week. Hornsby's took the majority of the reps, and you know, we'll we'll see what happens. You know, obviously, if you don't practice, it's hard to play well. So we'll see what happens there. But KJ's still a little sore. We'll we'll continue tomorrow and see where he's at, but. I think the team believes in Malik. When Malik played against Mississippi State, you know, he really had never had much significant time. And when he had played, we didn't particularly move the ball and things of that nature. But this year against Mississippi State, he had some explosive plays and did some really good things. So I think that not only built confidence in him and himself, but I think it built confidence in all of us, myself included.
3: K.J.'s body's just beaten up. I mean when you get right down to it, that's just the that's the bottom line with him right now. He's essentially carried this team on his shoulders for the better part of two seasons. If he can't play in this game, it'll be the second time in the last five games that he's not been able to go. He wasn't able to play against Mississippi State. Fortin started, Hornsby got the bulk of the snaps, Arkansas lost forty to seventeen. There's also been an open week in there, too, where, you know, theoretically Your body gets better, but he's just beating up right now, and it becomes a question of not can he play, because he wants to play. I mean, nobody wants to play more than KJ, I promise you, but it doesn't become a question of can he play, it's a question of can he do the things you need him to do to win the game? The answer to that may be no. I've got a feeling that this is literally going to be a game-time decision tomorrow, uh, I think he'll go through warmups. I think he's going to try to play. Um, apparently, it was a lot closer to being a game-time decision last week than maybe we realized. I think it's going to be literally that kind of decision tomorrow. It's going to be cold. I mean, it's going to be cold tomorrow morning. Uh, whether or not that's going to have anything to do with it, I don't know, but I can't help but think that it might. What I'm driving at is this, is Malik Hornsby has – Handled the lion's share of the throwing work the last couple of weeks. Um, He could have played uh, theoretically in the last ball game against Liberty, but um, he may end up having to play in the game against LSU tomorrow. But he has been working with the ones a good bit over the last couple of weeks. Whereas when he played before, you know, it was earlier in the season, it was game six when they played Mississippi State. And, um, you know, there were some struggles there offensively. He did have a 54-yard touchdown pass to Bryce Stevens. Great throw, great catch, great play. Also threw a couple of interceptions. On the flip side, he had a 52-yard run in that game. So you may get a little bit of everything if Hornsby is the one that has to go tomorrow. Fortin might be out there as well. You never know. Just for the record, he's 6 of 16. This season, throwing the football for 43 yards. No matter who's out there, though, Arkansas has got to start better than they have. They've not been a real good first quarter team offensively. Uh, it sure would be nice if they could get something on the board early in the ball game. Doesn't mean you're not going to win if you don't, but when you're playing the seventh-ranked team in the country, you know it—it it, it certainly would be in your favor to do something early to set the tone to try to impose your will early in the ballgame and let them know that it's, it's going to be that kind of day. But I think Arkansas will play a spirited ballgame, as I said just a little bit earlier. And I hope KJ's able to play. But if he's not, uh, it sounds like they're confident and ready to go with Malik Hornsby. Before we go on, I want to talk to those of you specifically who are in the market to buy or sell a home. I want to recommend wholeheartedly Wiker Realtors, the Griffin Company. I can tell you about my experience with them, and that's really what I know best. I partnered with them to sell a home, and I partnered with them to buy a home. Both times. They were able to answer all my questions. They were able to take me through the process and get me to get me to the close was the bottom line. From the contract to the close, that's what they're best at. Now, they're also pros at negotiating a price. These are full-time realtors. They understand every nuance of the market. That benefited me, and I think it'll benefit you as well. They've got an office in Fayetteville. There's another one in Springdale. They've got an office in Bentonville. There's a location in Fort Smith, and they've recently opened an office in Branson, Missouri. You're gonna see their yellow signs all over town, and you can log on to WeikertGriffin.com. mm them halls with mustard chuck. Basketball is back, and Bet Online is your number one source.
1: You'll find the latest odds, matchup info, player news, and game trends. And as your continued source for all sports wagering info, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the Fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events like MLB. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE to receive your rewards. That's B-L-E-A-V. Bet online
3: where the game starts.
4: Elmo would like the Hawks,
3: Chuck. All right, I want to circle back to something Sam Pittman said at the very beginning of the podcast. It was a quick soundbite where he talked about playing for pride and what's on the line for the remainder of the season. One of the things that happens after you lose a ball game, like Arkansas lost last week to Liberty, is people jump off the bandwagon. When you lose a game that you feel like you ought to win, there's always a tendency for people to say, well, the season's over. That's it. I mean, can't get to a great bowl game, may not be going to Florida. So the season shot, and I'm going to turn my attention to basketball. Now, I understand that. This is not the only place that that happens. It happens in every place where they play college football and in every place where one of those teams loses a game in November to a non-conference opponent. People jump off the boat, and I get that. And some of that's happened here. I don't think it's happened – with his football team. Sam Pittman expanded on his comments. He addressed this, and I want you to hear what he had to say.
2: we got a lot to play for. I feel like we do. LSU's been a rival of ours, and, and it certainly is now. We have the boot. We'd like to keep it. We've got a lot of things. Now They're top of the West. It would be nice to go out there and, and have a really good game. And I think we understand the significance of playing at LSU at home and what a win could mean to our program.
3: Here's the bottom line. Arkansas is 5-4 right now. If they want to go to a bowl game, any bowl game, they've got to get to six wins. They've got three opportunities to do it, LSU, Ole Miss, and at Missouri. Arkansas is fully capable of winning any or all of those three games. They're also fully capable of losing any or all of those three games. If KJ can't play tomorrow, the task is going to be tougher. Arkansas can't give LSU any gifts. They've got to make them earn everything that they get. No turnovers. You can't have that. It's going to be a cold day. It's going to be harder to hang on to the football. Whoever wins that battle may be the one who ends up winning the game. Arkansas and LSU always seem to play close games, and I think it's going to be that way tomorrow. All right, let's sag over to basketball.
1: The lineup might change here for the next week or so based on what we perceive to be matchups and how we want those matchups to look,
3: and then also giving some guys an opportunity early on. It sounds like Mus is still looking for the combinations that he's really going to run with when we get to the meaningful part of the season in January and February. Lots of different combinations. As he says, the starting lineup may change as we move along. I'm going to be interested as we move along to see who's on the floor during the meaningful moments because those are the players that the coach really has confidence in. When the game's on the line, can I have that player on the floor? Do I need that role, and can he fulfill that role? Those are the guys that you really win with, and I just don't know really if we're far enough along yet to understand who those guys are going to be. Now Fordham is the opponent tonight, the Fordham Rams. They won their season opener earlier this week. Muss is always the most thorough scouter, and here's what he had to say about Fordham. They have five players which which we deem red shooters, meaning guys that we
1: just cannot give a three-point shot. Too, and it starts with number three, Quisenberry, who's all-league player, was an all-league player when he played at, at Youngstown State as well. Number three, Rose, at the small forward spot, can really hit threes. He's really good in, in one corner, especially from three. Their point guard, number 24, is another guy that can make shots. They bring a big guy off the bench, number 15, who can make shots. And then number one, Richardson has a reputation of it being a guy that can make shots. So we've got to defend the three. We can't let an all-league player like number three, Quisenberry, get good looks. We need to make his shot attempts, whether they're at the rim or from beyond the three-point arc. We need to make those as difficult as possible. And those are some of the things that...
3: We've got to do a good job. And- I told you it was thorough. I mean, nobody scouts more thoroughly than Eric Musselman. It's got to go back to his pro days. I don't know. But uh, I'm not sure how Arkansas will play tonight. Um, you know, they've, they've, they've had some guys that, you know, have some, I guess, tweaks and sprains a little bit coming out of that first game. Not sure about the status of Nick Smith. Uh, we'll see when we get to the arena. But Arkansas and Fordham are going to play at 7 o'clock tonight. By the way, Speaking of basketball, Louisville, the team the Razorbacks play first in the Maui Invitational, lost their season opener to Bellarmine College on Wednesday night. 67-66 to was the final in Kenny Payne's debut as the Cardinals head coach. If you don't know, and how could you, Bellarmine's a small Catholic school that is actually located in Louisville. They play their home games at Freedom Hall, storied basketball arena, where Louisville once played their home games before they moved into the Yum Arena. But Bellarmine, as Crosstown Bragging writes, Louisville, I don't know how good they're going to be. They lost their exhibition game as well. uh, Officially, though, they're 0-1 on the season.
1: You're listening to the Gimme the Hawks Chuck podcast presented by White Realtors, The Griffin Company.
3: One more basketball note before we go on. 12 of the 14 SEC teams, including the Razorbacks, are playing tonight. You can go to the Bet Saracen app and get all the odds on that. In fact, as we move into our sports weekend, we'll remind you that we are brought to you in part by Arkansas's favorite sports betting app, Bet Saracen. For those who like to make a little wager on their favorite sporting event, Bet Saracen is as close as your cell phone, which I'm going to guess is probably pretty close to one of your hands right now. you got college football tomorrow, college basketball tonight, the NBA's in full swing, NFL Sunday. If you want to follow the odds, the favorites, and the underdogs, Bet Saracen is where you want to be. Now, I know there are Vegas odds. We all look at them. But if you're going to bet Vegas odds legally, you've got to be in Vegas. And just so you know, Arkansas law prevents all those big national apps from operating in our state. So, for the most accurate and up to date sports wagering info, you need to be on the Bet Saracen app. It's simple just go to the App Store, download Bet Saracen. Or go to BetSarrison.com. They've got a good video, how to play. Jancy Sheets narrates it, and you'll know everything you need to know after you watch that video. All right, let's take a look at some football games for tomorrow, and our odds are brought to you by the Saracen app. The big one in the SECs in Oxford, Mississippi. 2.30 tomorrow afternoon on CBS. Ninth-ranked Alabama taking on 11th-ranked Ole Miss. Alabama. Is a 12 and a half point favorite according to the Saracen app. It was 11 and a half earlier this week. It's gone to 12 and a half. Alabama playing on the road. Now fifth-ranked Tennessee, coming off that loss to Georgia, they're at home against Mizzou. That actually kicks off at 11 o'clock tomorrow morning. It's opposite the Arkansas LSU game. CBS picked that one. Tennessee's a 20 and a half point favorite in that ball game at Neyland Stadium. Now Georgia. The team that beat Tennessee a week ago. They play tomorrow night in Starkville. The cowbells are going to be ringing. It's on ESPN. Georgia's a 16-and-a-half-point favorite, according to the bet Saracen app. That is a lot of points. After an emotional win last week, Mississippi State laying in wait. It'll be interesting to see if Georgia can cover that kind of spread. And believe it or not, Auburn. Auburn. Is favored at home. They're a point and a half point or a one and a half point favorite over Texas A&M. That one kicks off at 6:30 tomorrow night on the SEC Network, and you can check all the odds at the Saracen app. Not just for football tomorrow, but football on Sunday. And as we mentioned, there's a lot of college basketball tonight. If you're a Razorback fan, you got two opportunities to watch the Hogs play inside the next 24 hours. You got basketball tonight. You got football tomorrow. If you're coming from a different part of the state, pack a coat. It's going to be raw. The temperatures are going to be cold. It's going to be windy. You're going to be glad you've got it. You might bring a hat and some gloves, too, if you don't like cold weather. I want to thank you for being with us this week. I want to thank Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company, for being our presenting sponsor. I want to thank Beth Saracen of the Betts Saracen app for providing us with all these numbers as we head into the sports weekend. And most of all we want to thank you for listening. We'd ask that you search hit that line for this podcast and all the podcasts on our network. Download it. Rate and subscribe. Make sure we get our content to all the Razorback fans. And when you subscribe, it'll automatically down to your or automatically download to your device. Now when we get together Monday, We'll talk it over with Razorback Great number nine Matt Jones. We'll recap the Razorbacks in LSU. We'll have some basketball to talk about. Hope you have a great weekend. Hope you'll make plans to be with us on Monday. Until then, thanks for listening.
4: Give me an H. Give me an O. Give me a D. Give me an S. What's that spell? Give me the hogs, (laughs) Chuck.
1: This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way
0: without Pearson
1: Broadcasting's
0: prior written consent. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
1: You know, when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks, that's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel.